Hey y'all, it's your Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl, and we're back with another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. Now, before we get started, y'all know I can't do any podcast episode without thanking you all for listening. So thank you for listening, boo friends. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are out there in podcast land since 2016, you have lent me your ears for the last uh, seven years. Seven, It's going on seven and a half now. Wow. Wow. We're coming up on seven and a half years for the last 200, 200, 460 episodes. So remember when I told y'all that I was on my 68 day motivational podcasting marathon. I started in, I think, mid-October and I said I was going to podcast until the end of Gregorian 2023, which would have been 68 days. And I kept telling y'all that the previous streak that I had that was super long because I've done podcast marathons before. Sometimes spirit was telling me to talk for a certain amount of time, but I never went as long as I did in 2021. And in that marathon, that was a 108 podcasting, uh, 108 day podcasting marathon. And I said, I planned on beating that this time around. So with that being said, today is the 109th day that I've been podcasting. <laughs> Every day, so I beat my record. Yes, I beat it. I beat it. All praises due to God. Okay, it takes a lot to jump on mic, and and some people will say it's easy. Yes, it is easy, but sometimes it's hard to jump on mic when you have so many ideas. <laughs> you have so many ideas, and you just want to get it out. And it's just, it's just been such a blessing to be able to do this every day some folks aren't able to and i'm just really grateful for the opportunity to just speak and connect with people all over the world and give gratitude while doing so and i really want to continue to positively impact people's lives so um i'm so happy to be here so what did i want to talk about today so usher has the super bowl coming tomorrow right and i know people have their feelings about the super bowl maybe they do maybe they don't as you know, 2016 and 2020 continues to be in our rear view in terms of certain things with the NFL. But what I can say is that Usher's career is a case study. And I feel like one day when I have time, because that career is going past 30 years, that's like a 30, closer to like a 35-ish year, like career. And to see Usher get what he's getting and he is and and you know it's talent you know what I mean like yeah I know the Grammys just passed and some people felt away about certain things but I mean one thing about Usher even if Usher was never as awarded as he was even if he wasn't as loved and celebrated as he is you can't deny that talent that talent is is different it's a special kind of talent but what I've gained most from Usher's career just in just just like just being around right from as a supporter or as a listener from the beginning, like of the major label debuts and things, it's been really cool to see what happens when you continue to invest in yourself and your dream. That's what I learned from Usher. What is it when you stay consistent and you keep grinding in terms of, and I know grinding has a negative connotation, but what I mean in this case is, when you keep going, knowing that this is something you want very badly, that you're never going to give up on it. 
That's what Usher's career is to me. It, that's what it looks like when you continue to go every year on working on yourself, working on something, not letting naysayers or the public even at times damage your self-esteem or damage your, your heart for what you do. Being so committed to the passion and the mission and using your God-given talents to do so and make people happy in the process, but making yourself happy first and foremost because you're doing what you love. I think that's a wonderful thing to look at. It's a wonderful example to draw from. Keep going. Will people like you 100% of the time or love you 100% of the time? No. Will they get funny and fake on you and even switch sides sometimes? Yes. Will you be publicly uh, talked about as if people know your personal life and they don't and speculate and things like that? Yes. But is the God-given protection, talent, and mission bigger than all of that? Yes. That's what I've learned from just watching Usher's career. No shade to his contemporaries, but Usher is in a league of his own. Think about it. When the verses came around, who could go against Usher and be for real? There was a lot of names, but absolutely, positively, nobody nobody could go against Usher in a verses alone. And I mean, let's talk about it, right? Really quickly. Even on the strength of confessions alone, I feel like you would have to have a diamond album to even feel like you could do a verses with Usher. Confessions is diamond. And that was diamond before social media, if I remember correctly. That was his version of Thriller. So unless you have a version of that, you can't, you can't get in the verses. That being said, he has no contemporaries like that that's on his level. That's crazy to me, but in a beautiful way. It's like, you know, we talked about all the, oh, who can you go? He can't. And if I remember correctly, he don't he have a verse about that in his, on his latest album? He's like, you know, you think that them people is him talking about this whole verses, but <laughs> they're not. I feel them. Self-esteem, confidence, standing on your work, knowing your talents. That is inspirational to me, y'all. We could all take a little bit of something from Usher's career. You know what I mean? And he just got a new album out too called Coming Home. It literally came out within the last two days. And I have been listening to it and I really enjoy it. And another thing I like too is home is where the love is, right? I guess I am kind of doing a mini case study right now, but home is where the love is. Usher is from Tennessee, but he moved to Atlanta when he was young and he was able to cut his teeth here and really become a part of the culture of the city. And I really love that. He's represented Atlanta hard. You probably wouldn't have known he wasn't a, a, a born, you know, a Grady baby or nothing like that. And that's another thing, too. I've seen some folks get kind of snobby. And I know some of y'all niggas going to be upset. But let's keep this book. I remember seeing on my um, another app one time where somebody was like, they was from Atlanta. They was like, I grew here. You flew here. Now, my thing is this. That's cool. Hometown pride is everything. But the I grew here, you flew here argument don't work for me. And the reason why it doesn't is because when somebody flies to your city and gets it popping in your city more than you do, you really can't hang it over their head. If a, if a person comes from another place and turns your city up even more and adds positive contributions to your city more than you have on a grander scale, 
You really can't say nothing. So yes, it's cool to have hometown pride and it's cool to be born and bred and raised. Yes. But the I grew here, you flew here argument don't work. It just don't. Especially for a city like Atlanta. Atlanta has a whole bunch of transplants. People that moved in their teenage years that was able to get success and, and bring something positive to the city. I mean, Ludacris is from, if I remember correctly, isn't he from like Illinois? And I'm not pulling nobody's Atlanta car. I'm just saying these are people who have represented the city so well and they've represented throughout their entire careers. And it's like, I've always thought that argument was kind of whack, but I don't know, especially when I see that some, some transplants have more juice in this city than other people who, who keep saying that. I'm just like, you might want to start <laughs> collaborating with them people <laughs> while you talking, while you trying to pull cars. I get it, but I feel like that's a divisive, um, it's like a, to me, it's a little divisive, but you know, that's a whole nother conversation. The only thing I don't like is when transplants come into different cities, not just Atlanta, but in different cities, and they don't contribute positively. Because even when I went to L.A., I was smack dab in the middle of LaMert, live, work, play in South Central for the most part. I would go to the Valley or Hollywood every now and then for one-off events and things like that. But I was with the people, and thankfully, the people showed love, you know? So it's just, that's that's how I look at it. But, you know, food giveaways, it was going all over L.A. County. So that's kind of my mindset when it comes to moving to different cities and representing different cities and things like that. That's just me. But Usher is always put on. He's always put on for Atlanta no matter what. That man took Atlanta to Vegas. I never thought I would see pole dancing <laughs> like that. <laughs> the way he did at his residency, you know? And I really hope that, again, people see what it means to do your thing with consistency and commitment, even during the rough times. Was all of Usher's albums received well? Not all of them. Did that deter him? Maybe, you know, inside, maybe he might have had some some thoughts. I don't know. But did he continue to keep moving with his career? Absolutely. Usher got so many albums, I can't even remember. Like, Usher has at least, who child? Is it close to 10 albums at this point? It's a lot. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. Eight. Nine. Yeah. He has about 10 albums, 10 or 11 albums. That's a, that's a long career. That's a lot of output. So me personally, I'm inspired by his career path. I think it's great. I think it's beautiful that he is still alive to get his flowers. Because one thing we tend to do is we tend to not show love until people are, are dead and gone. And then all of a sudden, all of this outpouring of love that we could have told somebody why they was here, that comes out. They might not, you know, see it. Well, let's keep it a book. They can't see it physically. They're gone. But I wish that we would do more of what we're doing now in this particular situation by giving the flowers to folks, even folks that aren't celebrities, okay? Even people in your life, giving their flowers while they're still here, okay? So that is my take on just the example of Usher's career and what we can all take from it. So being consistent, being committed, not letting adversity take you away from your God-given mission, and celebration of yourself and of those who have made your life better while they're here. So, um, yeah, with that being said, don't forget to complete the podcast survey. Click the first link in my show notes to tap in. And I will catch y'all tomorrow. This has been another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. My name is Maria. And remember, boo friends, trust the journey, trust yourself, and whatever you do, do it with love, okay? Love y'all. Peace.